0: Hi, welcome to the coffee chat show here on buzzing potato the show where we talk about things that are happening right here right now as well as general news tips information and advice and guys welcome back to part two look who's with me paul how you doing my man good we good. don't look like we've moved
1: no it's what? i know it's just you haven't aged no all. i well that's that's the the be- you know it's these
0: new cameras oh well, i don't that's know because i look terrible but you still look pretty damn good i'm not happy about well that. you know i was gonna
1: <laughs> you know the sun's beating down well, yeah, on you yeah, yeah. you know
0: well that's probably what it is, see, the the sun's like making you look younger and obviously I'm in the shade. <laughs>
1: well I was I would just meant I've got a bit of protection
0: mate, you Ooh, know. Oh, that hurt, didn't it that flip yeah. flipping now, see what I mean? I've known him years, he's having a pop at me barnet, you know what I mean? <laughs> Now, in part one, if you didn't see part one, have a look. There is a link in the description below where we spoke about Paul's journey from being a young lad that was a, a, an avid Cotton Eye Joe fan. Then he decided to blow coal plants, said you're not good enough. And then eventually you came over here. I mean, you know, I did,
1: yeah. I burnt my musical bridges, I, was I think. I say, an yeah.
0: interesting journey to get out here. And if you <laughs> didn't see it, guys, check it out. It's funny. So you're here now. You're in Pate. You've been here 17 years. Mm, coming up for yeah. And you came over here and you started off your career here in the <laughs> TV world, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and what, yeah.
0: Well, what were you doing?
1: So yeah, I mean, I, I got job uh, reading mm. the news on TV. So you know, um, at the time, so Patia Mail had Patterdale Mail TV. So they would take their their news stories, and they had video mm. of you know the accident or the and it could be in Sports Club yeah. prize giving or, or 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 whatever or the mayor opening a new envelope. Um, and I would do the voiceovers okay. for, for that, and then um, it it slowly progressed to me doing interviews, and then in time I became the production manager. So you know I had a team of editors, uh, organising the camera crew, uh, scheduling with the different events that were going on, oh, and working okay. out who was going to do that, and then putting that all together. So I ended up having like three or four people doing voiceovers for me. Yeah. Um, because I was predominantly on screen, along with a you know a bunch of other people. So mm. and we try to sort of mix it
0: up, you know. You mentioned there that uh, you were doing stuff with the mayor. What was his name again? I can't remember now. The mayor. Yeah.
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the mayor. The mayor was Kuniran <laughs> Watana I didn't
0: get that. and
1: Watana <laughs> but, but I just I just worked out how to say it. Say it, and he got replaced by. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the first Coon Plume, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Itapon, Coon yeah, Plume, yeah. and uh, actually I have to tell you, I was, I was doing a gig for the Hard Rock Hotel, yeah. and they do this thing called Pink Turbo, and it's a very worthy cause. It's about raising awareness about breast cancer. Okay and they do it in October so it's Pinktober, right? Like oh, now we know yeah. about Movember, right? Yeah, right, the yeah, Mustache in yeah. November. So I was doing my opening and my cameraman said to me, he said, cut. I said, what, have I messed it up? He said, no, he said, look, there's there's some um, ladyboys that arrived from Tiffany's or something. I don't know why, right? <laughs> and he said, let's get them in the opening shot. So we did the opening shot with them. So it looked a bit more glamorous rather than just my ugly mug. <laughs> And um, I finished the, the the intro, and it's upon Kumplum with the mayor was standing beside, you know, he was just watching, and I knew that I'd have to interview him, etc. and he's, he's a nice enough guy. And he came up to me and he said, well, you know, he says, they're not going to get breast cancer, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Off camera. And I said, yeah, but you know, breast cancer is something that can affect men as well. And then I said it, and I thought, is that true or not? Yeah. And, and apparently it is, right? But I just as soon as I said it I thought, oops, Am I right? Oops. Am <laughs> I right or not? And then the mayor was opening the event and this isn't just something that can affect oh. women. I thought, My God he's <laughs> quoting me so I was like but anyway, apparently I was right, but yeah.
0: I bet you were sitting there thinking, Oh my lord, please yeah. be right, please be right. Well, you know, I don't I don't mind um
1: I don't mind making offence to the to the, the British, uh, uh, you know, like the ambassador or whatever yeah. like that. But
0: now um, here's a different kettle of fish.
1: With the, with the yeah. Lord Mayor, I'll, I'll keep myself in place. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I mean, you you spent a long time here interviewing so many people. I mean, is there any like people in particular that you look back and think, Do you know, what, that was a great crack or? You know, is there any interviews where you thought, oh, I really don't want to do that, and suddenly it, it just explodes into one of your best interviews you've had? Oh,
1: well, you know, so, yeah, I mean, there's many, mm. right? Um, uh, one one that, that comes to mind was when um, Howard was, he was running Pattia One, mm-hmm. and he was also the honorary consul here in Pattia, and he called me up and he said, listen, he said, the, the new ambassador, He was the charge d'affaires, right, so it's like the, the, you know, the underdog has been promoted and he's coming to Patia. And he says, so you're the man to interview him. I said, well, you know, you've got your own TV company. He said, no, please. He He said, I think, you know, you'd be the person to do it. So <clears throat> I started the interview, and I did the usual you know, meeting. I said to him, so what's the nature of your visit today? He said, well, I'm here to meet the uh, chief of police and uh, the head of immigration, all this sort th- of stuff. And I said, well, congratulations on your, uh, your very uh, recent promotion uh, to uh, being the ambassador, your mm-hmm. excellency. I said, however, I'm wondering if you can just clarify the situation for our, you know, I think we had about 70,000 viewers at the time. I said because Uh, on your website it says that that your job is to protect the interests of British nationals working and residing in Thailand. I said I think I've got about 70,000 viewers who know that you haven't done that.
0: And he knew what I was talking about. There
1: was this British guy who'd been locked up
0: Yes. and he
1: he he said well I can't discuss certain cases. I said yeah, but you can tell us what you can do, what you can't do. And he said, but, you know, if someone doesn't want our help, I said, but you're making out you're a guardian. I said, you know, I said, I've got a young son. If he goes to put his hand on the barbecue, do I just let him do it? Mm. Or as his guardian, do I protect him? And he said, thanks for the interview. <laughs> so it was, it was literally as short as that. It was like two minutes long. Wow. And Howard was like, you know, the, the ambassador stormed off. Howard was looking at me like, what the hell have you done? I put it on TV and I had people stopping me on the street and going, good man <laughs> for calling him out,
0: you know? Fair shot.
1: But, um, yeah, a lot of fun interviews over the years. I mean, I don't know. I mean, literally, I have no idea how many.
0: Oh, you've got to have done thousands. I mean, I mean, I remember, Probably. do you remember the TFI events?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure.
0: I mean, do you actually remember them?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, TFI. <laughs> so,
0: um, but you were hilarious at these places because like the one thing I've always liked about you, you've got that, what what that infectious grin you know when, when you especially oh. when you've had a few of them mm. like you you walk around and there's and you just mm. see you over mm. there like you mm. come up hello mate this big happy grin and you're always full of life
1: well you are but you're, you see you've got this natural happy outgoing thing you know for me it needs a little bit of juicing up I guess you know well,
0: I just but, look in the mirror and think <laughs> I need to do something <laughs> I mean in terms of like interviews now obviously you talked about a serious interview mm. to him Okay, fair play, mm. and, you know, you did what you did and mm. respect for that, Yeah, but you've also had some pretty uh, glamorous, I would probably say, oh, some sure. pretty glamorous interviews as well, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, the um, Maxim, which is the like a gents magazine, mm. like a lifestyle magazine, mm. they were doing a competition for their, um, their international model, the, the top model and we were invited along to it, it was at the Amari, and went along and, you know, you don't know if you're going to get access to these girls, mm. right? And I mean, obviously, they're, they're they're absolutely beautiful and they look kind of untouchable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. they, they, there's no way they're going to give you an interview. So of course, you know, you you perhaps overindulge with the hospitality, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> bottles of, <laughs> of shavis or whatever. And, um, and uh, oh, I, I once interviewed the whalers, I'll tell you about that. But um, so I got a bit sauced up.
0: yeah. And then
1: <laughs> this girl, you know, she's available for, for uh, an interview, and her name was Rachel Cordenley. And she was just gorgeous, you know, and <laughs> let you know let like, you know she was quite a healthy girl if, yeah. you, if you understand <laughs> you right. I mean
0: if she fell over she'd bounce back up
1: she oh wow <laughs> she. but she she was just infectious you know she had such she was from Liverpool mm. you know she had such a character and um, yeah I mean I was I yeah I was inebriated when I when I did the interview but she'd had far more than me, <laughs> which is evident. I mean, this, these videos are still kicking about yeah. on YouTube.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link to that because oh, okay. I've, I've got a link for that in you because okay. it was hilarious. It,
1: yeah, it was fun. Yeah. You were
0: like bright red, grinning like a Cheshire cat. She was just like mm. blasted and just laughing and joking. And I noticed she kept touching you. Every two she, seconds she kept touching she you. She was very
1: tactile. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. was jealous. Yeah, well, <laughs> my, my wife at the time was standing behind the cameraman, you know, with a gun like that, <laughs> that thing. Um, Anyway, so, but yeah, and that night, you know, so it finished like midnight and um, my boss, uh, Peter Mahortra called me and he said, Paul, he said, look, Fashion TV are in town. And I, like, oh, okay. I said, well, you know, my mum and dad are coming across from Scotland tomorrow. He said, no, it's, it's tonight. I want you to go to the gig tonight. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean? There's no more tonight. It's finished. <laughs> he said, look, they are, the um, police patrol boat are going to pick you up and take you onto the yacht. I mean, it sounds really glamorous, right? So we go there and then, um, you know, we meet, we meet the, uh, the owner, the founder of um, Fashion TV and... You know, we met these beautiful models. or whatever. I
0: don't think we got to interview the models. They didn't actually speak any Eng- English. So were you still able to speak English at that time after all those sherbets?
1: Uh I think I'd sort of calmed. <laughs> I'd, I'd calmed down by then. You know, but I think my my most famous interview was um the International Queens uh, Tiffany's. So they they bring in the International Queens, and I wanted to. And I remember um Barry, who's a, another local mm-hmm. TV guy who people will know, and he said to me what are you going to ask these guys and i said well first of all i'll be polite i said but i'm going to do what i always do i'm going to ask the questions that the viewers want to know and he said to me well what do they want to know i said they want to know do they still have a a ding or not and he said you can't ask that i said you can i said but you've got to find a way to ask it so and this is serious right so i interviewed about like 12 of them what a job eh? And. Um, and I addressed the question about uh, the acceptance of transgenders and transsexuals in different societies. So, like, for instance, in Thailand, we think they're accepted because they're on TV, mm-hmm. you know, you're, they can work in insurance offices and 7-Eleven and everything. But is that the reality?
0: You Okay. Know? okay.
1: So, I interviewed them. But then, I used that to get them into their comfort zone, so they were communicating. And then I would you know, compliment them on the work they did and then ask them, so have you, have you, have you had the, the full job, don't make any joke about job. <laughs> and so one of the ones that I interviewed was this girl called um, Jenna Takalova, right. not a joke name. And uh, anyway, so we put it out on air and then it was about eight months later, my boss called me up and he said, he said, this video has gone viral. So, She was Canadian and she'd applied to to do the Miss Canada pageant as a woman. And Donald Trump was running the event and the press were out to get Donald Trump. This is long before he was the president. And then they Googled her name, found my video and found that she was born as a man. (laughs) So that clip where I said, have you had the, and I did this, was shown, I mean, I had friends in Australia and America saying, who's that? Gorgeous guy that you're talking to on the TV, <laughs> and it went, I went, I have no idea how many you know hits it's sitting on there, like half a million or whatever. And the I name remember.
0: was Tackle Over. Jenna Tackle Over. I yeah. mean, what a name, Tackle Over. You know, have you got your Well, oh, i never <laughs>
1: noticed that.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I've seen you around TFI a lot of times mm. and stuff like that. I mean, mm. that's been a, a really good part of your life and you, mm. you know, some of the parties that I've been to that you've been mm. there as well. Mm. Aside from all the the, the fun aspect, you've mm. also got a much more serious role here as well, don't you?
1: Now, mm. yes, yeah, no. Um so yeah, I've moved away from the the, the media aspect and the MC work. Well, you know, Which was great, but yeah. that's when Thailand had all this sort of inertia and momentum. You know, want to put on an event? Yeah, okay, I like got sponsored blah, bum, blah, bum, blah, change times and hopefully they'll come back. Mm. But now, yeah, I work in, um, I work for a company in Chiang Mai, yeah. but I'm based here in Pattaya because I do everything on the phone. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, essentially I'm doing what I've always done, I'm listening, talking to people, and I use my voice to, to, to speak to people and, and give them assistance for the various so, things that So look when
0: for. you say that uh, people, I mean, what sort of people call you? What, what's what's the, the sort of the background there? <clears throat>
1: well, they come from all different countries, you know, okay. but, but we get a lot of people from Canada and America, the UK, and then a smattering of European countries, and, you know, they're dealing with anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. some of them trauma, maybe childhood trauma, and of course, grief, mm. you know. And that's all been exacerbated with COVID because mm. people are, you know, staying at home and, and, and then they're developing social anxiety. Sure. And then for some, instead of enjoying a bottle of, or a glass of wine, you know, with a the dinner, they're reaching for a bottle of wine at three o'clock or four o'clock mm. in the afternoon. So, <clears throat> yeah, we have clients who come to us who identify themselves as addicts. But in the most cases, they're just trying to cope, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're self-medicating how they know how. Mm. And for some people it's alcohol, and for some people it's lazada. and I'm serious.
0: Yeah. Didn't well, I mean, I must admit, I, I total respect for you for doing that because, oh. you know, I, I'm guessing and we, we won't dig down too much mm. into it. But guys, if you are, you know, you're interested in that aspect of what Paul deals with, you know, I will put an email address in the description below. You. And, you know, it doesn't doesn't cost you anything just to get in touch and have a chat and see what Paul can uh, talk to you about. Yeah, but sure I'm is. guessing in, in some respects, on the other side, I don't want to go into too much detail, but possibly you're like at the end of their line, maybe sometimes.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, by the time people reach out to me, you know, they often feel that they've, they've tried everything. Yeah. And my job is to, is to give them hope and also to let them understand that, you know, th- so they, you know they fly across to, mm. to, to, to Chiang Mai and okay, at the moment we've got quarantine sure, and all that yeah. stuff. But when they're sitting there with the other clients, these other people have got the same issues. Mm so rather than having their partner or their family saying oh don't worry you'll get over it or mm. Let, let's go and play football or Let, let's go to the spa which is just a diversion it doesn't actually mm. address anything mm. it just uh, m- makes you feel better mm. momentarily a bit like a line of coke right mm. or whatever allegedly so but the people who come to us yeah we're offering them hope and, and help them get their life back on track.
0: Okay. Well fair play my friend, fair play to that and like I say you. guys you know if you do want to get in touch please I will put Paul's email down and uh, get in touch. So moving on from, from that side of things, I want you to think about your relaxing now mm. and uh, you know you've got one of those rare things called a day off, I know you don't mm. really know what that is mm. but anyway let's call mm. it a day off, mm. where would you go, what would you do? In in Patia. Anywhere mate, you've got a day off what would you do? Uh. Where would be your go-to place? And ignore the fact that we're in the situation we're in. Let's talk about your normal times. Okay.
1: You know, I think, you know, we talked in part one about the infrastructure of Thailand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes in Pattaya, you know, the roads in Pattaya are, some some roads are less desirable, you know, like, uh, that, that one in the town that's like a sort of no man's land, you know, the council won't take any responsibility. Oh, yeah, the potholes, Dr. Ian Corness, he, he would say the potholes were so deep you could hear <laughs> Peruvian <laughs> folk musicians, <laughs> you know. Um, but my point is that when you move out of Thailand, you know, you can drive all the way to Chiang Rai, you yeah. know, and, and, and up to those areas. Uh, and it's beautiful, but I think if I was, yeah, if I was taking a break now, I'd probably go somewhere like uh a Yucha again. You know, oh, okay. I, f- I found that to be really, really calming, really nice place. You know, um, and you know, when you want the nightlife, you come back to Pattaya. Mm. You,
0: know? you mentioned in part one that uh, one of your previous work uh, employments was as a driving instructor. Indeed. Yeah. So I guess the obvious question I have to ask you is, what do mm. you reckon on the driving now? Yeah, <laughs> would you would you have uh, got a few candidate uh. passes? <laughs> Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> you know, I think I think I actually you know, my answer is what might not be what you desire because I think if people learn to drive here, I think that people in the UK drive in a bubble. Hmm. You know, somebody comes up the inside, look at that idiot, you know? Yeah. But that guy's wife could be having a kid. Could be right. giving birth. Okay, yeah. There might be a valid reason for that. Um so what I mean is that people tend to drive like that in the UK. They don't, so they're not as aware. Uh, again, as, as someone once said, Thailand's the only place where you can get hit by a shop crossing the road. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, you 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 you're just careful, yeah. right?
0: i mean yeah. in, obviously living here for so long are you accustomed to the to the thai spicy food is that something you can deal with or do you try and swerve it
1: well i think i always say i can and then <laughs> I, I keep i keep meeting these mentalists <laughs> you know pharangs and thais yeah. who just you know go way way more than I, than I would but i think you know as you get older uh, you know i don't i don't seem to be able to cope with it so much how about you
0: absolutely fine yeah it's my go-to dish really See, you might have a better barn at the well, moment well I, I, I was going to say op, op food.
1: I, I read on the internet so it must
0: be true that it makes your your hair fall out if you have too much chili. I don't know what you're on about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean I I guess the question has to be as well though. I mean you've been here a long long time Mm. you've seen significant changes during that period of time that you've been here Mm. I mean if you weren't in Thailand where would you envisage that you would actually be if you weren't here where would you kind of think do you know what if Mm. I wasn't here I'd probably go and live there.
1: Mm. Well there has been times where I've felt that you know, Thailand might not just always be the place mm. uh, but I think it's always going to be Southeast Asia mm. you know I think there's uh, I would love to you know discover more about Cambodia and Vietnam mm. um, but I guess you know the ultimate thing is is that Thailand's not perfect but you've got to focus on the good stuff
0: yeah definitely I mean, do you think that the 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 Asian side of you is because of traveling when you were so young do you think that left its stamp on you?
1: I, I think there's that and, you know, Scotland is beautiful mm. in a postcard. You know, it's a cold place to live, yeah, yeah. you know, and quite frankly, I don't like <laughs> it. I, I, I don't mind, you know, yeah, sit, sitting here it. and, and, and sweating, sweating my whatever off. But, um yeah.
0: So in part one, mm. your wonderful brother mm. gave me some uh, little bits of snippets on you, which mm. we discussed. Mm. And I suppose it's only fair mm. if I'd say to you, you know, is there anything you'd like to share about your brother that perhaps he wants to keep under the duvet, (laughs) I mean, you know. Well, uh, you know, uh, You yeah, know, tit for tat and all that kind of stuff. Brotherly love.
1: <laughs> nah, well, you see, he, he's older than me. And the, the one thing that I have learned in Thailand is to respect your elders. So I, I won't do that on camera. But, oh, You
0: um, See, now, Dave, you're watching this and you're thinking, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he thinks I'm going to nah, kill him. No, no,
1: no. That's, that's not, really not me. Really? Really? That's not what you said no. off camera. <laughs> I can't
0: believe I'll show,
1: it. I'll show you that photo again. Well, I can't believe him. he did
0: that. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, that's like blackmail material. <laughs> <And> <laughs> (laughs) We're watching you Dave, don't worry, we got your card marked. Listen my friends, it's been fantastic talking to you, it really really has, it's been incredible. I mean, I guess, you know, when when you've had the kind of lifestyle that you've had here, and particularly with the entertainment industry and Mm. the nightlife, the current situation right now is obviously devastating to everybody, Mm. but Mm. in particular to that industry. Mm. I guess to to wrap it up really, what's your feeling in terms of when do you think we might be in a situation where I can walk into a bar and see you with a mic in your hand saying, Hey guys, how are we doing? It's back to normal.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, I think realistically, you know, it's going to be six months, a year, maybe even longer, you know. As I said earlier, you know, we, there was so much momentum before, and now to try and get that back and, and to get people's confidence back, mm. people confident about traveling, you know, and okay, there's all those restrictions at the moment, and they will go in time. Mm. But the problem is that the mindsets change. People are working from home and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. But I certainly hope it does come back. And um, you know, I don't think Paddy will ever be what it was. Mm. But
0: it'll come back as version two. Do you think version two, Walking Street, will have changed? There's so much talk yeah. about
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, it, it it's bound to, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's interesting, right? There has been so much, so many changes. How many people from Bangkok Thais, now owned a second property here in Patia? Yeah. And ten years ago yeah. like Patia was like a bad word to them. Yeah. So Thai people are starting to understand that yeah Patty has got a lot to offer so it's it's not just the international mm. tourism, tourism but mm. you know it's <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all the other aspects
0: absolutely couldn't agree more well listen my friend it's been a pleasure okay cheers it's been an absolute pleasure thank guys you. Paul Strachan he really is one of Patty's best characters here and uh, you'll see him dotting around and especially if there's a lot of female company he'll be in there somewhere <laughs> and looking around with his microphone trying to get another radio interview <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> alright well that's it guys thank you very much indeed for watching the coffee chat show here and uh, guys as always please remember hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video check out our discord group there's over 3,000 people just like you guys that love this wonderful city that Paul and I can call our home and so get on there and start talking making friends you never know you might even meet each other when you come out here and go off on your lads day and day there's someone that will come with you <laughs> and uh, guys have a look at our members area more and more members are joining each and every week which is fantastic and trust me when things reopen I'll make sure it's worth your well Guys, thank you very much for watching indeed. As always, wherever you are in the world, please stay safe.